0: Welcome back to another episode of Spadories. And again, I know I mentioned this last time, but I don't want to mention it again. We are in season two, and I still can't believe that, but I'm super excited. I know I am Bailey Gates. I am here with my co host and again, brain trust of this podcast, Hyann. Hey guys, welcome back. So, Hiyan and I were just talking about the fact that it is 2024. And life is just crazy. I mean, work is crazy. Life is crazy. Things are crazy. And so, really, for today, we just decided we were going to title this episode, or at least make the theme of it, um, The Crazy. Yes. <laughs> and we are just going to talk about the craziness, right?
1: Right. There's so many things that we have to talk about. One being this past weekend, Super yes. Bowl. We know Bailey has a lot to say. Let's just I have so here. much to say. Yeah. But I'm I'm putting a break on it. She's only gonna be able to talk about it in our random rants
0: section. That's right. That's right. I won't reference it
1: at all until then. <laughs> until then. Um and, and then appreciate. yeah, just so much has been going on. We've been so busy. I feel like, yeah, I just I I don't remember it ever being this busy, but it is mm-hmm.
0: absolutely insane. It and is. it's already it February to me. That's so weird. I know. I know. But then at the same time, it also feels like when it gets this crazy, I feel like there it's it's both, right? You're like, wow, it is already February. And then you're also like, why is my life dragging by so slowly? And the crazy just compounds, you yeah. know? Yeah. So our topic is crazy, crazy story crazy situation, crazy something that's happening in your life right now or has happened. So um, Haiyan, I'm actually going to let you start because Just- I got to think about all the crazy I want to highlight. I'm not lost to highlight. I,
1: I agree. And I was actually thinking on the way, I went and ran before this earlier. And I was like, what am I going to talk about? Like, what's, cra- what's been the craziest thing lately? And I feel like Maybe it's not even crazy. Maybe it's just like annoyance because what is going on Interesting. in the state? What of is happening? Texas. Okay. And you. like, I don't know. I feel like, and I don't want it to turn into a rant, but like lately I've started to find myself getting a little frustrated because like, I feel like you can train and you can train and you can provide like resources and then there becomes a learned helplessness of Just tell me what I need to do. Give it to me and let me be done with it versus the learning aspect of
0: your job. Yep, yep, yep. And
1: so Tony and I were talking about it because this weekend was crazy and I had just gotten back in town yesterday from Oklahoma and I was kind of like venting to him about a situation just at work and how like I and it, it hasn't even been recent, but like training after training, you can talk about how to conduct a review of existing evaluation data. You can talk about what's best practices for a full and individual evaluation. And people still do the things that you say literally in powerpoints over and over and over and you drill emails and you like, do yeah, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Don't write this. And a lot of the things that I've seen too is like, according to IDEA and TEA, th- this child quality. No, the, that's not what it is. They set guidelines. Absolutely. My
0: favorite is when they say, according to Bailey Gates. And <laughs> I'm like, get my name out of there. Cause Bailey Gates never said that. <laughs> I'm like, but
1: the, I think what I've been running into, and I'm wondering really kind of if, if it's happening elsewhere, it's just the fact that like there's no accountability and no assurance or confidence anymore in regards to like special education and disability. Like I see so much of like, let me punt it to TA. Well, TA says I have no TA actually didn't. TA is not a speech therapist who can identify and diagnose speech impairments. They give you guidance. They tell you kind of, what it is to qualify for special education, but they don't say you have to qualify this kid under speech impairment based on all your data. They're not looking at that. And so I've been into that a little bit. Like this past week, I was like reviewing somebody's evaluation and it started like, it started, I started thinking of other questions like, wait, so is this the only initial evaluation that this person's done? And they've been doing this the whole time, even though- all of the training and all of the things that I've been saying and not to do that, um, which is kind of alarming a little bit. And so I don't know, I, I, I find that to be so crazy. And Tony, and I was telling Tony about like how it bothers me because again, you can provide training, you can provide, provide guidance, documents, but I'll get an email literally. That's like, tell me what goal I need to do. And I'm like, huh? I've given like, I literally Bailey have a Google Drive or just a shared folder of like IEP goals, evaluation templates, anything that you need, it's in there, PD videos that you can rewatch if you have questions. But like, I don't know if it's like the level of just entitlement or I don't know. And I hate saying that because I don't want it to sound like negative, but I feel like I've seen it more and more now yeah. Uh, just like maybe yeah, and people not wanting to take accountability or like people are so scared about like special education. I don't know. I don't know if you seen- think
0: it's a combo. No, I I was actually yes, and I was actually just talking about this because we um I, I was just doing a teacher focus group and one of the things they said was like, We need help with SPED, we need resources, we need documents, we need guidance, we need this. Yeah. And right. um I, I think we've, we've kind of joked about this before, but like, I, um, am always like, there are two things you need to look at, like the legal framework, obviously. Um, but then we have as a district created this like beautiful website with all these resources, literal, like progress monitoring and data tracking tools and like IEP goals. We have goal book, we have all this stuff, um, to really help facilitate this. And I was showing it today in one of these teacher focus groups, and one of the teachers was like, well, this is just, like, how would I know which of those tabs on your little toolbar to even click on to find what I'm looking for? And I'm like, you just asked me for all these resources. I show you a literal treasure trove of resources, and you're like, that's still not what I want. Like, it is kind of a, I'm reaching out to you for this one specific thing. I want this one specific thing. But I'm gonna continue to reach out for each new thing that I need. And I was like, kind of very surprised by that. And so I, on the website was like, there's a little search bar search, yeah. keyword search, and you will find what you need. Um and even like just the other day, I was doing a training for some of our related services staff in the district on disagreement arts. and like, what do you need to do? And what does that look like? because, a lot of times we'll like end in disagreement and then they're continuing to provide whatever service was in the previous IEP, even though they've increased or decreased or changed the services. And like, when you look at the legal framework, it says, if you end in disagreement, after five days, the LEA puts in place their recommended IEP. So provide what you're recommending, you know? Um, And I think there's some being scared of that, you know, and we did talk about the implications of like, If it comes back later that your recommendation was inappropriate, like we have to consider compensatory. We, you know, like we went through this whole thing, you know, but, um, it was so funny because I was showing them, I was going through all this with them and they're like, where is this coming from? And I'm like, this is from the Texas legal framework. Let me take you to the website. And I take them to the website and they're like, where do we even find it? And I'm like, there is a literal search bar, (laughs) just like always so baffled with like I need you to search for it I need you to look for it it's here what happened to that
1: because I I I feel like especially with you and I like when I went into a job my first thing was not to go ask anybody it was literally like I need to go research it if I can't find it then I will ask but like I think that part bothers me the most is like what happened to that Or is, are we just weird and we want to learn? I don't, I don't know. I just, it's, it's not, it's, I guess it's, it's just crazy because I, I just don't understand that. Like, I just feel like, and then also too, like, I can't trust anything everybody says. So I really do need to like verify that what you're saying is accurate. So I don't know. I, that's, probably been the craziest thing since the new year
0: (laughs) you know and I I wonder too though because again I like I was talking to someone not even in education um I was talking to someone the other day and they were talking about decision fatigue of just like I have all you know like you go through your day you're like there's even just like what do I want for lunch am I gonna go Home and eat lunch there, or am I gonna, like just little decisions? Like, and you get to a point where you like have so many decisions, you have like decision fatigue. And I feel like we're at that time of year where
1: it is where happening. we get every year,
0: uh-huh. and we're in that place of decision fatigue. Number one, but number two, um, I I think it's both sides, right? Like, as an administrator, I'm at I'm at answer fatigue. I'm like, I need you. <laughs> To look for it I'm done okay I have given you the answers in every training and everything we have done so if you come to me with a question that I've already answered I'm gonna refer you right back to where to that to where right. it's answered right? right I'm in answer fatigue yeah I think staff are really at this place of like I don't even want to look for it I'm at I'm no. in searching fatigue
1: yeah. You know, and I'm just Church like and
0: question yeah mm-hmm. right. And so it's just like they I think you're right. They're in a place where they just want me to like, what exactly do I do for this? But I think where it becomes problematic, or at least from what I can see, on my end, is like I have five supervisors, mm-hmm. and between those five supervisors, we have about four hundred staff members. And so if every one of those staff members, and those supervisors are asking me questions about every kid on their caseload,
1: you what, can pretty yeah.
0: much bet that I'm answering questions for 20,000 kids. And I'm like, I, I can't do that. Your supervisors can't do that. Like the right. answer's there. Right. That, that I think is the part that's just really interesting and challenging right now. And there is a part of me that like, honestly, depending on the day, I'm like, I feel a lot of compassion. I always feel compassion for like same. the heavy workload and special ed. Same. And so there are days where I'm like, okay, you know what? This it is a ends. bad day. I got this. Cool. But then there's other days where I'm like, you specifically have come to me with the same question before. Why? Yeah. Why are you back? Absolutely. Not why are you, but like, but like, why are you Why back? are you back? No.
1: And I agree. And I, you and again, like, answer. that's why I don't want it to sound like a, like a, I'm complaining because what Tony and I ended up concluding too, because I was like, I'm getting a little frustrated because I think people, I used to be like this. So this this was my problem in the very beginning. It's like, I did not trust people to do the job. And so I would take on way more than I should have instead of delegating work because I really didn't trust, I didn't trust people to do specific things. And it was because lack of knowledge on legal frameworks. So it it like when people like sometimes when I would hear like my direct team say things, I'm like, what? That, pump the brake. So then I like took over PD because I was like, we got to make sure people are doing things right. And like so I it, it what it is my fault in that sense. And then I'm also one of those people where it's like, OK, if the report's not written right, I'm just going to rewrite it. Right. Rather than like or summarize it or like edit it rather than being like, hey, you need to go try this. And so what I was talking to Tony about was like, you know, I had this person who her report was okay. But then again, she was doing things that I had already trained the majority of the staff, not majority, I trained the staff not to do, not to write. And then I also have a template that specifically says what to do for specific questions in a report. So I kind of found myself, frustrated just with that. But I, what I started doing was just saying like, go to this document, read, take a stab at this again. And then let me know, like whenever you make the edits and then I'll review it. Right. So and it then let's just, look at it. Yeah. So it was like, you do that. And I did the same thing with the goals. Like I've trained them on like goal writing and I did the same thing. Uh-huh. Like take a stab at it, send me what you think is appropriate. And like, let's work through it together. Because and then we'll like, look at like, it. Yeah, like you have to learn. And yes. so I told Tony that. And it was funny because Tony was like, oh my gosh, I have somebody on my team that like she did something and and I ha- I just edited everything for her. And I shouldn't have done that. Like you're right. I should have like walked through that
0: with her. So like, Tony, no.
1: Yeah. And he was like, I should do that. And I was like, cause otherwise there, it's just learned helplessness. Like they're just yes. gonna be like, hi hey, in send me this and hi hey, in send me that. And So yeah, there's research fatigue. I get it. But then there's parts of me where it's like, why am I repeating myself seven
0: times? Like, right. Like I have fatigue because I have done this. And I think where it comes in for me is again, back to when I know I have provided the answer. Yes. That's the problem. Yeah. I need you to not, (laughs) you know, like, and I've provided the answer to you specifically on two other occasions. So like, yes like let's what like, is happening
1: yeah, yeah
0: so that's why
1: like crazy I feel like it's it's come up a lot more since <laughs> back since, from break too just from yeah. like multiple people and I'm like shocked at kind of I'm shocked about it but then I'm like yeah. I can't be mad but then I'm also like kind of mad because it, it would be different if you didn't know like if I literally never told you but come on we've, we've been down this road before
0: so yep, yep. that's
1: my crazy. What about I you? What's your
0: crazy? Oh my gosh, my crazy. I, You know, I think that, um, and I know we talked in season one, because we had just read season one around the time that I got my promotion. And so I'm almost a full year in. It'll be a full year in May. Um, my crazy is like just the exponential amount of areas ways components that my job and really specifically just like special ed in general ties into literally everything right like I look right now I'm working on um a change to some of the processes that we have for private school services when it comes to proportionate share and definitely good changes but like just even Mm -hmm. that is so vast and all encompassing of so many things that I'm like, man, there is just so much. Right. And then we're at that time in the year where, I mean, you know, one of my problems, like your problem was like, I will just do it myself. Yeah. My problem is I have a hard time saying no boundaries are just not a thing for me. Right. Um, And so I feel like in every role that I take, <clears throat> it's learning like at what point do I need to say no and when do I stop taking things on and so like you know even this week and last week I'm like okay I have somehow managed to get myself on eight different task forces and I really can't even handle three of those so like it's just a like combination of saying yes because I want to be involved Um, in full transparency like even my leadership saying like oh this person needs to be involved which is typically me and I'm like but I don't but I guess I do but I can't like there were so many days over the last three weeks where I was just like triple booked for meetings and back to back with not a single even five minutes in between meetings and there comes a point where I can handle it and then like this week specifically, all I'm thinking is I am stuck in meetings and I'm bouncing from meeting to meeting, or I'm in this meeting for 10 minutes and I'm jumping over to this other one that I'm double booked for. Yeah. And then I get pulled and, and I'm just like, am I making a difference here? Or am I just meeting, talking yeah, and, and, in meetings, right? Like, am I actually making any kind of difference is what I'm meeting about here? impacting anything or is it like a checkbox right um and so i think for me like that's been just really crazy and it's funny because i was actually talking to matt about how like we have just been like in our personal lives like going 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 you know um and i think that's also just you know part of like new relationships and you're wanting to meet all your people and be around everybody and so like we just have something all the time right and it was, I guess it was last weekend, not Super Bowl weekend, but the weekend before uh, my parents were in town. And so on Sunday, he and I just kind of sat down and we were like, oh my gosh, we're so tired. Like we need a break. We need to, like just a couple days a week, even just where we're not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, that'd be so nice. And then on that Tuesday, I tested positive for COVID.
1: Oh, yeah. We had to reschedule a couple
0: times, guys. Yeah. We had to reschedule because it was just so crazy. But literally, like, Sunday, it was like, we need to rest. And then Tuesday, it was like, you have COVID. And it was really funny. (laughs) Matt never got it. Matt never got it, which I'm so shocked by that. But, um it was funny because he was like, man, like, this is going to force you to rest. And then it was hilarious because obviously, like, the work doesn't stop. So I was, you know, trying to work remotely and as much as I could. Um, but it was funny because he was like, this is going to force you to rest. And then by day two, yeah. I was like, get me out of my house. I hate this. You know, like,
1: yeah.
0: it was just so, yeah, stressful. So I I think for me, like, the crazy right now is just uh, almost a year into the role realizing that where I'm back in that place where I typically do get a new role when I get one where I'm like, okay, at what, um, what do I need to be involved in? What do I not need to be involved in? What is important for me to be present for what it's not yeah. and how do I manage and set boundaries and, and say no? Cause that's yeah. like really such a hard thing for me to do is to be willing to say, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my crazy right now and my dogs, but they're always crazy, but they're, they're always crazy.
1: Well, I'm glad that you're feeling better too.
0: Yes. Maybe although literally it's like, really funny.
1: Hang hey, in. Let's record like no big deal. I'm just laying on my couch and I was like, huh? Dying. She was like, I actually tested for COVID. And I was like, we are
0: not meeting,
1: okay? You need to rest yep. and not text me again. It's until you so better.
0: funny. It actually is so funny because um, as we were recording tonight, at one point I turned off my camera because I had to put in my uh, Afrin spray. <laughs>
1: because I, feel I didn't even nose. notice. Literally. I thought it was just like a malfunction. <laughs>
0: No, I'm literally, I'm feeling my nose, like, start to get stopped up, so I was like, let me just, <laughs> my Afrin spray.
1: Okay, by the way, that so, yeah. works
0: very well. Oh, I love it. I, yeah. especially, like, right before I go to bed, I've been doing it right before going to bed, because then, like, I can breathe at night, and I'm not just sitting there, like, mouth yeah. breathing, you right. know? Um, but yeah, it has just been a crazy time. Crazy, and I know it's crazy for everybody, but... Yeah, it's just particularly crazy. Um oh, so
1: uh, well, good. Hopefully, things are going to calm like, down. Yeah, you kind of got a break, and yeah, learning on my side, and we're we're just trying to navigate You're getting there. Special ed together,
0: special ed
1: stuff. But oh, so really, our key takeaway is: take a break when you need it. Yeah. Don't work yourself That's to death. Boundaries, but then also maybe. Do some research before you ask certain please. questions.
0: Yes, please. Just go back to our PowerPoint from our last group meeting. Yeah. I promise it's in there.
1: We need I promise questions. it's there. Fine, but yeah, we're,
0: we're, right, right. Um, um
1: so oh, it is.
0: We did say earlier. We did say earlier. It's February thirteenth. So we have two things to talk about for our random rants. So much. Um, the first thing is tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Yay. We love that. Hi, Ann, Are you and Tony doing anything fun? We we're such
1: like old. I've never celebrated Valentine's Day. I think we've always done. I've done like Galentine's, but Tony and I have never done it. So we're just going to make dinner and like stay in. Nothing special. What about I you and Matt?
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Matt's hilariously great. Um. Oh. So for viewers, we did talk about how I am now in a relationship and we love that. His name is Matt. Love He's it. Wonderful.
1: And it was
0: really funny because I also never really celebrated Valentine's Day. Well, coming back up, when I was a kid, right? Like, of course we celebrated. Yeah. yeah. Um, And my dad is like probably one of the best dads on the planet, and he would always get like Valentines. Um, you know those like cute little like it would be a bear and then like the candy and like the cool little Valentine's Aww, basket things. so. Yeah, cute. he would always do that. Um, and he would give it to me, and then my mom would get my brothers one, and it was just like a you know, whatever for yeah. Valentine's day, even up into me being in high school, like not big stuff, but like even in high school, he'd be like Starbucks gift card. Happy Valentine's day, you know, whatever. That was sweet. Um, yes. But then when I got out of the house, you know, like I've never really dated. And then in my last relationship, you know, he was like, I don't really like Valentine's day. It's not my thing. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I haven't really celebrated. So it's not a big deal. So my like tradition really is I'm like, I'm going to make chocolate-covered strawberries. That's my oh, – I love that. But I like to make them. And guys, yeah, okay. that's fun. Yeah. Pro tip for chocolate-covered strawberries. Use Hershey chocolate, like the bars, Oh. instead oh. of, like, the actual baker's chocolate because oh. the Hershey's chocolate, like, sticks to the strawberry better so it okay. doesn't break and shatter when you bite oh. it.
1: Oh,
0: It's great for you. So I always do that. Yeah, I always do that. But it was funny because Matt, we spent New Year's Eve with um, a couple of his friends in Houston and he, like, we were all talking about something and he was like, yeah, I've already got our plans for Valentine's day. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh yeah, like, I already know what we're doing. I've got a reservation. It's really nice. This is, like, he was, like, I'm not going to tell you where it is because I want it to be a huge surprise. But, like, I already okay. got a whole plan set out. And this was on New Year's Eve. That's so and strange. I was, like, you're so great. Um so you have to I
1: kind of what we're doing. for good stuff. Oh, my God. So, exactly. that means the next update is what you guys did
0: for Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes. So, I have no idea what we're doing. But I did – And we'll air this episode after Valentine's Day. So I was like super excited about that. But then I was like, well, I need to get him a little present because that's what you do. Um, And he was hilarious. He was like, no, you don't get guys gifts on Valentine's Day. And I was like, that's not how Valentine's Day works, but okay. So I got him a little present. And it is specifically um, a, we have this joke about how the best chicken nuggets are dinosaur chicken nuggets. So I saw these really cute dinosaur chicken nuggets. Get pillows on Amazon and so I ordered some dinosaur chicken nugget pillows yes and then um we also I got him some coasters for his house but they look like floppy disks because one of our early dates aren't they cute okay so one of our early dates we went to this speakeasy and the name of it the name of the speakeasy is floppy disk repair co and so it was like just a fun little yeah thing and then, um, he has no pictures in his house of like him and his family and his friends. He's like, I'm just not a pic. I don't know. Like, I don't, so I, I printed out a picture of us on new year's Eve oh, with sweet. his friends and he will get that. So it's going to be so like fun. That.
1: that is, that's so cute. I love that. I know. What a cute, I'm very excited about that.
0: that. I know. But even more exciting than these Valentine's Day events, I have to be honest, Diane, is that today is February 13th, and the number 13 is a certain person's favorite number. Um, and I just need everyone to know that Taylor Swift's <laughs> boyfriend won the Super Bowl. If you haven't seen the videos or the tweets or the memes or the pictures or well, I'm so sorry if you haven't seen any of that because it's all really cute. <laughs> well, you
1: just must not be on social media or you're avoiding social right. media because it's literally everywhere.
0: Right. It is everywhere all the time. It's so good. Okay. Let, let's just, let's just break it all down. Number one, so happy about time differences in Tokyo versus the U S because she had a whole solid day to actually sleep she she it i was ran. so impressed she made it yes <laughs> it I, was too, but, I was too so cute loved the outfit loved that she got to show up i was a little nervous wow. there for a while i really was i was like i don't think they're gonna win this it's isn't funny
1: i didn't get i i'm not gonna lie to I <clears throat> fell asleep before the game was even over so i didn't know who won until i woke up in the morning and of course i, I only love <sighs> <happened. clears throat> I went into my Instagram and it was nothing but Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey all on my feed. And I was like, oh, he's won. Yeah. Um, but Tony well, said it was a great game. It really it was, it was a so great good. game. Yeah. Yes.
0: I was so shocked. It so that
1: he was able to be there.
0: It was. Matt came over and he was like, I just, I want to root for the Chiefs because I know you really like Taylor, but I want to root for the underdog. I really want the 49ers to win. And I was like, okay, cool. We can root for different teams and that's fine. I love that. That makes it even more fun. So um, I wore my little Taylor's version sweatshirt. He my sent little... it to
1: me, guys. Yes, yes
0: yeah. Um, Matt wore a Tom Brady jersey, which is disgusting. I'm sorry if we have any Brady fans. It's fine. Um, but yeah, we watched the game. It was so good. It was so close. We stayed up for it. We, I even was like, Matt, we have to stay up for the trophy. And we got to watch the speeches. Um, it was so cute, though. And they showed all these cute little clips of like them hugging after and him being like, thank you so much for coming to support me. And she's like, you're unbelievable. You're amazing. I love you. And I'm just obsessed with them. All of the videos. Okay. But here's who we really care about high ends. This is the person that we really, really care about. Tr- Taylor and Travis are adorable. I love them so much. And I'm also in a season of love myself. And so I'm just all about all the lovey things right now. but, but. Jason Kelsey is the funniest human on this planet.
1: (laughs) Did you see all the memes about him and Ice Spice? Literally dying.
0: I'm dead. When he was like, okay, so which Spice are you? I'm like dying. He shows up in like the cover, the overalls, And there were all these memes about like, Kylie Kelsey was so concerned he was going to strip down she literally put him in toddler clothes like she was just like you're not getting naked again because he had like yeah. ripped his shirt off the last time right yeah. he is just the funniest and then like all of these videos of them at the after party it's like Taylor and Travis like dancing and being really cute together and him in like a wrestler's mask <laughs> the co- the overalls and he's just like living, jamming, living like life. living <laughs>
1: I think I, the memes of him and Ice Spice were the absolute best. Like, yes. that, like just how many people, how quick it hit the internet and yes. there was memes after memes. I'm like, these are, cr-. and then, oh, okay, but honestly, also so good. Travis Kelsey's mom.
0: That picture of her t- mm. <laughs> So funny. When it was like, I get overstimulated at parties and it's yeah. just her by herself on you her phone. Herself? I was like, yes, ma'am. Right. Oh my, I was, one, oh my gosh. Hyann sent me the funniest meme of right? like, it was the picture of her and then like the text message of like, what she
1: was. <laughs> she, she, but it was like a text message of Jersey store where they're writing a letter yes. to Sam and it's like, Sam, Ron hooked up, <laughs> hooked up with two girls it at was the bar. So like, funny. it's just, the internet is savage. But it's also, it was like <laughs> her joy because she's so cute. It's she's like so on her phone by herself. And that. Uh,
0: but- I love it. Well, and I will say too, like one of the things for all of our listeners, I will say, I think a lot of people too, Matt even brought this up. He was like, Bailey, I think it's just like over coverage, right? Like this is too much coverage people are over it. And I want you all to know if any of you feel that way, I totally get it because I do realize literally they're everywhere. However, I will say one of the things that I think is so cute is I have actually seen a ton of videos this week specifically um, about how Taylor Swift, like dating Travis Kelsey and, and now being involved in this has actually brought like a lot of girls into football. And so here's my thing high end. And you know this about me. I have loved football forever. I grew up with two brothers yeah they were all in football my dad played football in college like it's a whole big thing in my family so yeah. I've always loved it yeah. and so when Taylor and Travis started dating I was like oh my gosh my two favorite things are now coming together into you one said it in incredible last yeah you said yes it. yeah I love it but what I also love is like my nieces who could give two craps about football are like it. Taylor Swift is there we want to watch and like they're so into it and it's so cute and like all of these like dads and daughters are like coming together and having this cool experience I even called my dad and I was like dad you know what I'm happy I've liked football forever but I'm also happy to know that now I have a reason to call you on Sundays when I'm watching football to specifically be like oh my gosh do you see Taylor she looks great also let's like it's just so good yeah (laughs)
1: I think it's, it's crazy that so they just good. started
0: dating and they
1: won the Super Bowl.
0: Like, again. Isn't that wild? I know all the memes about, like, Taylor Swift starts watching football and her team wins in three months. I have waited my entire life. And they still haven't won the Super
1: Bowl. Right. <laughs> it's, like, funny. It's, it's, it's funny. It's absolutely sick. It's funny because my co- it's So funny. I didn't get to watch the game, like, the whole time because I was celebrating Lunar New Year, New Year this past weekend with With my your wife.
0: adorable nieces. They're so Y'all- they're
1: the cutest kids on the planet they're so cute i literally am obsessed with them and every time they like want to dance and stuff i'm like all for it i'm like that like auntie mom in the back with the camera it's just the best thing in the world and like the best part is like so just for everybody for like reference like usher clearly was a performer for the super bowl great brought me back way back Mm -hmm. right
0: but there's like mm-hmm. a video
1: that he has on Instagram where he's dancing with like a BTS dancer. I don't know his name, but he's dancing with him. And so my nieces were like, we want to do that dance. And I said, mm-hmm. okay. so I kid you not. I had to pull up the video on my laptop. I'm recording them in the back. They're staring at the laptop, reenacting the dance over and over and over. And then it's just funny. Cause I'm it's like, so giggling a little bit. yeah, I'm giggling a little bit because like, Totally not the video. I mean, but they are are thinking in their head they killed it. I mean, that mic drop, they They are expert, and they know how to dance. And so they would be like, can we watch the video? And they'd watch it and be like, we did so great. And it's just like pure joy. And that's what I, like, love about it. Like, kids are the best. and so fun. uh, They were just so cute. But, yeah, and then they're huge Swifties. Literally obsessed with And Haven, my niece, was like, auntie, I'm having a Taylor Swift birthday party. So she's having a Taylor Swift birthday party this year. Everybody's into the Swifty life. Um, But my coworker, sorry to tell you, she literally hates the whole thing. She's like, I boycotted the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift. It's it's disgusting. She's like, this is a conspiracy. They did it on purpose. Of course the Chiefs were going to win. Of course, Taylor had to be there because I was trying to tell her, like, oh, my God, she's going to be able to make it like they're saying that, like, she has a concert and she might not be able to make it. And she's like, oh, OK, well, never mind. But I still think that it is a comp- conspiracy and That's that fees are always going to win. So here's just what's have, so I feel funny. like two two differences, people that love it and then people that are like, literally, I hate the, all of it together,
0: all like, of this. It's actually hilarious because I will say, and we don't really talk a whole lot of politics on this podcast, but um, just, and this isn't even really, well, this is political, but it's not. Um, So there was a conspiracy theory going around that like the democratic party and specifically like what, what people like to refer to as the quote unquote deep state had like hired Taylor Swift to date Travis Kelsey and then was like using her to help like the NFL get money and then like also help the Chiefs win the Super Bowl so that then after the Super Bowl, her and the NFL and like Travis Kelsey after all this publicity could endorse Joe Biden for president, right? And so it was like, it was this whole conspiracy theory going around for weeks um, leading up to the Super Bowl. And I don't know who runs Joe Biden's Twitter account. I don't know, but whoever it is needs a raise and the reason I say that is because as soon and I love it I just think it's so funny and trolling yeah Um, I win as soon as they won the game I mean literally Sunday at 9 50 p.m. like five minutes after the game was won from Joe Biden's Twitter account it says just like we drew it up and it's a picture of him with red eyes just like we planned it. And I literally died. I I was just like, I don't know who runs this account, but whoever does needs such a raise. (laughs) Raise? That's the funniest shit I have ever seen. And it was just perfect timing. It was hilarious. So all that to say, I get the people who are like over it, it has been in the media and in the news a lot, and I think just like Taylor in general has been because she's, she's like, incredible she's and amazing. Winning
1: life, I mean, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, not yeah, that yeah, exactly. So. All she does is win, 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 no matter what. You know, I mean,
1: she's winning life right now. That's for sure.
0: But also, you guys, and I will say this: I know I've said this since the beginning, but like, I don't think you can fake this kind of like love. And I do really feel like Taylor and Travis are absolutely in love with each other. Like so here for this like she has been so supportive and there and just like watching them like hug after the games and just all the like sweetness I'm like oh I just want everyone to be happy and I love it so much
1: I I mean yeah I, I mean it has to be I mean, I don't think she would toy with that otherwise. Yeah. I, don't, I just feel like both of them are, I don't know. I feel like we're old enough to like do whatever we want anyway. So, like, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, his, his like winning speech though did throw me off. Like the screaming of like Viva Las Vegas, I was like, can he stop doing that?
0: I actually, in a group chat with a couple of the Swifties, they were like, so uh, Taylor Swift's publicist is tree pain um that's her name and tree t-r-e-e pain p-a-i-n-e and they were like you know that tree pain was watching that just mortified at how she was gonna have to spin that later um and we were just cracking up about it so like it is it is yeah it's funny
1: it was like like, i totally get the high too of like we just want
0: but like but do not I, seem to be the Las Vegas sir. This is weird. And you're screaming it. <clears throat> and it's all. Swift is there. Because it
1: was at least, like, it was at least a minute, I felt like. I was, like, <laughs> when I was watching reruns, <laughs> like, what is <laughs> I'm sorry. But, like, I also oh felt God. like if I was, like, Taylor and, like, you know my facial expressions, I would have been, like, cut <clears throat> the shit out.
0: I think she did, though. Did you see her face? She was like. <laughs> you did know, you she see
1: was, the like, memes, though, ripped. like, of Taylor where it was, like, when Taylor re- realizes her kids
0: are going to be. <laughs> yes. yes. Not nice. Well, it wasn't nice, but he it was funny. It's starts... yeah, even better because he, like, starts with Viva Las Vegas. He started normal, and then he goes to Viva Las Vegas, and then he's like, and now we're gonna fight. Oh, oh, right. no, and right. going to fight. my And I'm like are we just going to start screaming lyrics? Like, I kind of fully expected him to be like, shake it off, shake it off. Like, I was just like, what are you going to pull out? It was just so funny.
1: It gave me, it gave me, like, wrestler vibes. Like, WWE, like, where what's going on? Like, the rock, it was a lot.
0: Still think he's so
1: sweet. Like, the way he hugged his mom, like, all of that was so sweet. I was like... We need somebody, his pub list needs to help him with like what to say, maybe next time. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, all that to say, we are, it, yeah, that was a lot. We're
1: That's just a having lot. a crazy week. So, we just lots are going on. We work as crazy right. Super Bowl. Also, Bailey texted me just a couple, how many weeks ago was it that Taylor released? at the Grammys.
0: Yes, at the Grammys, April 19th. Y'all, I have already put in my request off for work that weekend. I'm not kidding. I'm not going to work on Friday, April, April 19th. So I will be at home listening to the album. Um, yes, she <laughs> is releasing. She, I thought she was gonna, okay, I was fully prepared for her to say, rep Taylor's version. It's out. Here right. you go. Or like, right. it's coming out. And instead, she gets up there and she's like, I'm releasing my new album, The Tortured Poets Department, and y'all, I'm ready for this because I just know it's going to be like, kind of the folklore evermore vibe. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be kind of sad, and I yeah. love a good oh. sad album. Yeah. Oh, give me that. So I'm so excited. It's releasing on April 19th. I have already like taken the time off work, and I'm just going to lay in my apartment and blast it on every single surface music, phone, TV, iPad, vinyl, I'm going all out. I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to blast it and I'm going to drive around the city like I am just fully prepared to do nothing but that all day and, like, It's gonna be when, so good.
1: when Bailey sent it to me I literally just said like does she want you to die because I just feel like it's a lot right now a lot's going on y'all Bailey's anxiety level 1000
0: yes (laughs) it is too much the best part of it is I so as soon as she announced it I was like go to her store because I wanted a copy of the vinyl but then I get to the store and I got the vinyl and then it was also like if you get this cd it comes with and y'all I love to read reading is my favorite I read like 50 books a year so I'm like when you got there it was like oh if you also get if you get the cd it comes with like a bookmark and then this manuscript and all this and so i was like well i have to have that like i'm a reader i'm a taylor swift reader i need them both she's combining my favorite things again she keeps doing this to me so i put them both in my cart and then i had to wait in a waiting queue for 45 minutes before i could check out it was like in queue 45 minutes so I wait, I wait, I wait. I purchased it, right? The whole time I'm texting Matt. I'm like, I'm so excited. I did it. Did it. I'm going to buy the vinyl. Blah, blah, blah. And so I, I send him a message. I'm like, I did it. I got my stuff. And he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. And I was like, don't be. I just spent $75 on a CD and a vinyl, right? $75 because of like shipping and handling and taxes. And he goes, Bailey, I'm going to be honest. That actually doesn't seem like that much for you when it comes to Taylor Swift. And I was it's like, not- you're absolutely right. You get, nice. you, you get me you get me yes
1: he understands <laughs>
0: like okay so yeah it was one of those where I'm just like you're right it's absolutely not that bad 70 bucks 75 dollars when you add in shipping and ha- easy done Taylor take my money right take it all <laughs> no seriously
1: and then I sent I sent Bailey and me this is the last thing I'll say but I sent um her a meme that literally was oh no no not even a meme it was like a picture and it was like my husband literally was like anytime you bring up taylor swift's name you have to put money in the star and i was like you would be broke and bailey was like one thousand i would that. have absolutely money and i was like yeah it it would be i would have no money maybe i'll do no that i actually we're on a podcast
0: <laughs> yes, it's funny because I did send it to our DM for D and D because those other two oh, cool. friends that are Swifties, we're all in the same group. Oh, cool. Um, and I was like, oh, imagine you set up something like this for D and D. Like anytime she comes up during the game, and he was like, if I took away like a point of health every time y'all brought her up, you would die in literally like less than thirty minutes. And I was no like, you're well. right. We would in the game, we'd be dead. Characters yeah. are dead. Yeah. So. And in real life, anyways, so we are crazy, crazy at work, crazy in our lives, and crazy for Taylor Swift. Okay, that only—that's <laughs> only
1: to Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she's trying to group me in there, but I definitely did not wait 45 minutes for a vinyl. I didn't even know it was dropping. Right? So.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't worry, High End. I'll get you the vinyl. Right? What is it?
1: I feel like I only know things because you tell me. Like you're always like. <laughs> God, what? What? Right, so y'all, she's crazy. I, I, we welcome crazy though. We, we still we love, love our it. work. We love our lives, and Bailey still loves Taylor, and I love her for loving Taylor. Oh, God, I love her so much. She I does. love her
0: so much. Yeah.
1: Um, great. but we're so happy that you guys listened. Sorry, we went on like a longer random rant for sure. Mm-hmm. We just had a lot to cover. Again, it's been crazy. Okay. So We've had a lot to cover. Um, and we canceled a couple times, so we needed it, to like up you, on we, it, we were just like, yeah, traveling and sick, and yeah, just a lot going. Super Bowl nobody's recording on a Super Bowl night, so but
0: we are very thankful that you listen tonight or to this episode. Whenever you're listening, it could be in the day, it could be at night. We're recording at night. Yeah. Um, we are thankful that you are listening. And, um, Haiyan, if they have a funny story, a special ed story, or something they want to talk about, where can they send that to us?
1: Yeah, so you can send us an email at Svidoris at gmail.com. That's S-P-E-D-O-R-I-E-S. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Svidoris. Um, so yeah, send in requests, even questions if you have questions for us. Um, and we are so again grateful that you guys are listening. And we will see you guys in two weeks. We'll see you later. Bye, friends.